When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go! Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We streaming live on YouTube on this beautiful Tape Tuesday. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! What's good, beautiful people? That's right, it's Tape Tuesday, so that means we're Jumping into the lab, taking a look at why I think this offense was in such a rhythm and flow. And I think it was due to the core four, the four horsemen, if we're going to stick to the wrestling, right? Dak, C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, ASAP Ferg. You lean on those boys, you'll be able to do what you want, I think, offensively. So we'll take a look at that in the lab. Plus, we'll jump into the sky optics and, and discuss a little bit about what else I saw. And in the roundup. The Cowboys miss out on Shaq Leonard. However, there's another linebacker that they're interested in, so we'll briefly touch on that, and you should be familiar with them. And uh, Sounds of the Sideline. Sounds of the Sideline came out, so we'll also talk about some of our favorite moments there. Of course, I have another favorite moment from Sounds of the Sideline uh, in the roundup. What's good, Bomb Squad? Bomb Squad! Now, am I to believe it is our guy... Toxic Tom's birthday. Am I to believe that? Can I get some confirmation on that? And if you aren't familiar with who Toxic Tom is, or is it Toxic Tim now? Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. You can't miss shows type of thing. He don't miss a show. Toxic Tim slash Tom has been here, I don't know for how many years, man. Uh, one, one of our resident viewers, one of our resident Bomb Squad viewers, and it is his birthday. So, therefore, it's only right if we... That's the Happy birthday. Happy birthday, man. Appreciate you being here. Toxic Tom, as always, or Tim, or whatever the hell your real name is, man. But because we don't really know. It is actually derived from a, a, an entirely different content creator. Nonetheless, it doesn't matter, man. Happy birthday to you, brother. Uh, you deserve that type of shout out for being here as much as you are. And and uh <laughs> Don't let my Stevie Wonder dance distract you from, from Toxic Tom's birthday, man. But y'all know I'm right. That's Y'all know Stevie be doing it. Stevie can't see, so Stevie got to feel the music, man. One of the greatest of all time. 
one of the greatest of all time. But happy birthday, bro. Let's make sure we have a, a really good show for y'all. Um, you can call into the show, of course. 351-999-3787 is the call in line. We will hit the roundup. Uh, we'll look at the Sky Optics. Maybe I'll take a few phone calls prior to the film room. We'll see. But um, let's get into it, man. Feel good about today's show. Three. That, that, that ain't the button. It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Let me talk to you. Well, Shaq Leonard is officially the Ops Cowboys Nation. He decided to sign with the Philadelphia Eagles on a one-year deal. Interesting. Because I, I thought he was looking for possibly a little bit longer than that. And also interesting because if he doesn't show out enough, his free agent market is probably going to be not that great. So I thought he looked to get at least a multi-year deal for security purposes. Nonetheless, he didn't. He got a one-year deal. And after that 42 to 19 uh, whooping. Shouts out to Cat Williams. To the 49ers, the Eagles are in dire need of linebacker help. But let me, what my guy say? I'm here to tell you right now. I'm here to tell you right now. Shaq Leonard not going to save you next week, y'all. I mean, it's not going to save you. Because their problems really lie in pass coverage. No one here, as much as we may have wanted Shaq Leonard for depth, I'm not trying to talk down on Shaq Leonard. I won't do that. I won't be fake. I won't be phony. No one here was saying we're going to sign Jack Leonard because he's amazing in pass coverage. Nope. So he goes to Philly. Okay. We'll see what he does over there. I don't know if he'll suit up this week. Even if he does suit up this week, it ain't going to save you from what's coming. There's a storm coming, Mr. Wayne. In the middle of the field is where we'll exploit it. We'll talk about that. Probably tomorrow uh, with the Koye, but it's all good. Cowboys don't land Shaq. They currently still have Evans, who got that pass interference last week. Uh, Damone Clark and Marquise Bell. However, reports or hate to call it a report because it didn't, it wasn't officially reported anywhere. But Brian, who is Brian Broaddus, who is plugged in, right? We know he's plugged in, whether you like him or not. Well, you know, he hears some things. Not always right. But this doesn't surprise me. So a fan had asked Brian Broaddus if the Cowboys were looking into bringing in a different linebacker. And Brian said the name that he was told was Anthony Barr. Former Dallas Cowboy Anthony Barr, by the way. Former Minnesota Viking Anthony Barr. Current Minnesota Viking Anthony Barr. He is on their practice squad. Was called up the last two weeks for them. Played about roughly 20-so snaps. So he's, he's got some experience this I shouldn't say experience he's got some snaps this year uh, but that's it only these last two games and he was with Dallas so I wonder you know if they're looking to poach him off the practice squad because he is familiar with what they want to do and they're kind of left with the best of the rest where they might have looked at Leonard as a potential needle mover and Anthony Barr as we know uh, is not a needle mover but he would provide some depth 
for the Cowboys, some experience depth for the Cowboys. So that's something to keep our ears and eyes open to. Dallas potentially being interested in a reunited, uh, and it feels so good with Anthony Barr, who, if we're being completely honest, in the playoffs last year, kind of was just there, you know, being being nice as possible. It was just he was just there uh, in the Niners game. He wasn't a liability per se in the Niners game. Uh, the defense I thought played well, held him to 19 points. I don't think they were an issue, uh, but with with the way that Brock Purdy and the way that the Niners are playing, he would be a liability if he had to play. He he can't do nothing for you there. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Sounds of the sideline came out. Man, one of my favorite things. Like, and I keep saying this. I say it every year, it seems like. I don't know when they started to do this. I don't know how many other teams do this. I'm pretty sure many other do. But I love this because it brings us closer to the team. I tweeted, retweeted the sounds yesterday. And I was like, man, I love this team. Because you get a chance to to kind of live vicariously through them on that sideline. And there's funny moments, there's serious moments, there's nuggets, there's all types of things. And, you know, for the second time in like three weeks, Brandon Cooks just stands out to me. You know, a couple weeks ago it was, hey, I put this, I, I requested this play for Coach McCarthy. And he said, okay, let's roll with it. This week it was more so just... His leadership, man, and, and I'm not saying we didn't have that pre- with the previous veteran. I don't know. I don't quite remember as much. But it's it's something about on game day, him never really checking out, him always staying in the moment and, and helping out his guys, and not just his wide receivers, but as you'll see here in this clip, his tight ends. Here's Brandon Cook showing that, that veteran leadership and just showing that his presence is always shining through. Let's keep going. Think about this. If he pressing me on a motion and your ass just force out, I'm talking about that ugly, I'm going inside touchdown. Hey, all good. We haven't got that look, but now we know. Keep going, baby. Keep going, Luke. I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I just I want to keep this guy around. I know he's, you know, he just hit 30, but he got a two-year deal. I don't know why I'm saying this because I was talking to a couple of the Illuminati chat yesterday when Cooks came up and I'm just like, hey, he here next year. Let's keep him around. He just he just brings something to this to this team, not only just physically on, on the field, but obviously, you know, throughout the offseason, we heard how he was integral in the development of Tobert, right? And I don't think that's going to stop. And I know we're looking at Lamb next year being a four-year, is it five-year? Where we at with Lamb? We in year three, right? Yeah, year, year th- is it year three? No, year four. We're in year four, 2021, 22. So we're year four. So Lamb is approaching that veteran experience as well. But it's, I still think it's different when it's a guy like Brandon Cooks on the sideline who's been around for a decade, been in multiple offenses, played with multiple Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And still allow CeeDee Lamb to grow into that. You don't just become that overnight if that's not in you right away. And we know that that, that's just not C.D. Lamb's. That's not his game right now. Lamb is still trying to get his. You know what I mean? Cook's already got his. So I think it's it's great to have that type of person around as long as you possibly can until it's time to pass the torch. I allow what Dak Prescott did to Demarcus Lawrence yesterday, by the way, if you guys didn't catch that. Cowboys man of the year nominee this 
season uh, will be Demarcus Lawrence. Well deserved. Does some great things in the community, and he's he's one of their biggest leaders on the field too. So there is your morning roundup, Cowboys Nation. Y'all feel me though on 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 Brandon Cooks. Just I think having Brandon Cooks around is so great for this team. It's, 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 it's obviously great on the field. Cooks Cooks brings a lot on the field. We're going to talk about it here in a second uh, when we look at some of the tape. But, man, he, <laughs> again, ain't, I'm not trying to always compare, but I do think, and look, I'm going to be wrong on Brandon Cooks, by the way. I'm going to be flat out wrong. If you guys remember, uh, I think it was one of my hot takes at the start of the season. I said, hey, Brandon Cooks is going to surpass, I think it was uh, Cooper's, Top gear with the Cowboys. He's not going to do that. You know, he's likely not going to surpass that. However, we've got a couple games. But however, I do think his impact is just as great, if that makes sense. The numbers may not show it, but I think his impact is just as great as it's ever been for when, when Coop was here. So he might not have 1,208 or 11 and 8. Might get to make touchdowns, but he might not, he might not have the production from a number standpoint, but his presence on the field, his presence on the sideline, and his presence off the field in that locker room, I do think holds just as much weight as it does on the field. Got that on me? Jay Worthy, shouts out to you, brother. He said, I'm not driving today, so you could be in the chat. So if Jay Worthy mess up in the chat, y'all, y'all remember last week, we cool. He not driving. So if he got a typo, we straight. All right, let's uh real quick jump into... Sky Optics before we get into this film. And let's it's not really a whole lot I have in this week's Sky Optics. It's, it's not some crazy breakdown of the line or anything like that. It's mostly about McCarthy and Dak. Because those two guys are just connected at the hip right now. And I remember talking about this some years ago. Might even have been this past offseason or last year or what have you, but it was it was in within the last four seasons. I kind of always envy the relationship that some of these other high-end play callers had with their quarterbacks or the quarterback play call. I always talked about, you know, Reed and, and Patty and Drew and Sean and you know, these type of guys. It was it was uh Manning and Moore, and they had they had this connection with their play caller. You never saw those guys not in each other's ears. You never heard about them not, you know, figuring things out throughout the week. Not saying that wasn't the case before, but there was clearly, likely a big brother situation with the previous regime. Like, come on, man, I'm me. You're you. Call to play, and we'll, we'll figure it out. But this, I think, is different, man. I, I feel like these guys are just one, just connected at a different level. So I got spacing and rhythm. I thought the spacing and I think the spacing in this offense remains pristine. And you, you saw a lot of that in this game. Remember a few times earlier in the season, we were like, hey, why, why is so so running into each other? Why is and, and I don't think it was because they didn't know what to do. I don't think it was because they they can't do it. I think they were building towards this. And I think we're at a point right now where the spacing of this offense is top notch. And I think that's why Dak can look one way, come the other way, and he goes through his progressions without any hesitations because he trusts these guys to be where they need to be and not clogging up these windows. And the rhythm aspect kind of pairs 
with Mike McCarthy being dialed in as a play caller. McCarthy, the space, the rhythm, it's all kind of one. But what I noticed in this game, we talk about the big three, Dak makes it a core four. But what I noticed in this game is, is McCarthy players over plays. He continues to do an amazing job at getting his playmakers the ball. When it's time for a big play, when it's time to, to get, okay, we need to get going here. We need to get a score. It's C.D. Lamb. It's Brandon Cooks. It's Jake Ferguson. He gets the favorable matchups that we've been asking for for years, right? Like, find what works. Find the mouse in the house. And in this case, when you got guys like Ferg, Lamb, and Cooks, just about everybody's a mouse in the house. You just got to put them in a position, right? And then Dak will get it to you. The pop motion, that, that's a whole new thing. That pop motion is working, man. It got Cooks open uh, for that touchdown. It continues to put guys in a bind. It doesn't matter if it's if it's zone or if it's man. That's part of that spacing. That's part of that rhythm. That's part of McCarthy being dialed in as a play caller. We just, again, we're going to, this is build up towards the Eagles, but we just watched the Niners go against them, and we saw what motion did to them. We we know what we did to the Philadelphia Eagles using motion. And I don't even think we use it as much as we use it the last two weeks. So just saying. And then Dak's pocket presence was a plus, plus, plus. I mean, this isn't new. I think his pocket presence has, has been really damn good this season, especially post-buy, but I think all year, really. But, man, you just see he trusts his footwork. He, he trusts his guys. He's really calm, cool, collected in that pocket. And when it's time to break down, it, it's not panic movement. I remember 2018, the year he was sacked the most. Obviously, still a very young quarterback. Still a very young pocket quarterback, right? And they tried to kind of morph him into that. Man, he took so many sacks. His pocket presence was really bad. That was something he had to grow into. And it just looked so damn good in this game. His feet were just... Honestly, this might be one of the best games. And I know people are probably like, well, he's a year eight veteran. Footwork should be this and be that. I'm here to tell you right now, you're never done growing as a quarterback. There's always something small you could be working on that will help you. No matter if you're in year 14, ask Tom Brady. Tony always talks about it. I always come back to that. Tony always talked about, yeah, I'm probably not going to be throw the ball farther, stronger, harder. I'm not going to be faster. But there's details of the game I can continue to get better at that'll make me better as a whole. And I think Dak is doing that. In fact, uh, they asked, uh, asked Shadi if he thought that Dak would be kind of this advanced in the offense. And this is what Shadi had to say, and it kind of ties a little bit back into some of the footwork stuff. Uh, I think so. I think anytime you spend time with him, you realize how intelligent he is. And, um, you know, I think... You know, we were able to do a nice job of trying to keep a lot of the bones of what was here and protecting his language. Like there's certain things that we tried to protect and we were able to do that. But uh, he loves the challenge of, hey, what have I not done before? Hey, what's different? Hey, challenge me to try something different. Hey, hey give me a new footwork to try. Like he loves that. And that's the competitor in him, which is which is cool. Give me a new footwork to try. That's the competitor in him. That's the part I meant by, you know, each year. Hey, where can I get better at? You know, what am I missing? You tell me. We got to work on this. I got you. We got to we got to do this with our footwork. 
all right, let's do it. And I, and I think it's showing week in, week out. And obviously, having an offensive line that can give you a pocket to be, be comfortable and confident in helps. McCarthy talked about, shout out to Jess. She asked a fantastic question, and McCarthy didn't really want to give you a real answer. So he gave us the kind of cliche offensive line answer. Uh, she said, hey, what's been the difference, the difference in this trimester? Because he likes to break these things down into different trimesters. And he's like, what is the difference in this? She said, what is the difference in this trimester? And McCarthy hit him with the, well, just like anything, trying to buy some time. And he didn't really want to give you the, the details of what's different. But he did say, obviously, having our offensive line hold for, what is it, five games now or, or, or whatever it is, is huge. You know, because it gives him more confidence as a play caller to dial different things. And while it's not always pretty, right, we know the right tackle situation is is, is very hit or miss. We know the center situation is, is very hit or miss, more so, I think, from a run game standpoint. But it's still collectively, as I said on Vacha's show, a top 10 offensive line and an offensive line that any quarterback would say, yeah, give me that. I'll make this thing work. And, and Dak is making it work easily, right? So that's kind of what I saw. I mean, and again, it was mostly conceptual stuff. It was mostly, like I said, the spacing and rhythm and, and, and connecting that with McCarthy as a play caller. And then none of that matters if Dak is not amazing in the pocket. None of that matters if, if, if his... Uh, his footwork is not good if his reads aren't good. And, and he was dialed in. He was dialed in. McCarthy was dialed in. Now, before uh, I get to the film room, we got Cowboy Mike calling into the show. What's good, Cowboy Mike? Man, what's good, man? I ain't called in a minute. I've been busy, bro. It's all good, brother. It's good to hear from you. What's going on? Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. I've been watching. I've been paying attention. Man, um, last time we talked, you know, I know you coached basketball in the past. So I had a connection there. But I, uh, when I coach, man, I love the five-out offense. But in order to run that five-out, you need fast guards. Mm-hmm. And I like to liken that to the Cowboys wide receivers. And, and, and one player that we, we're mentioning him, and he's been with us for a while, but Turpin is making a huge difference when he doesn't get the ball. He's a threat. Sure. And, that speed, and yeah. we're, we're feeding and we're, and we're starting to sprinkle him in every now and then. And then we got that other speed element on the other side, which is Cooks. And then we got Lamb. And then the chemistry's there. Like, you could, I can see in this offense, I can see Shoddy in there. I can see McCarthy sprinkling in yeah. his little dust in there. And Dak is on fire right now. Yeah, we, this is the first time I've. It reminds me a lot of the greatest show on turf, with the Rams and uh, Falk back in the yeah, day. Martz, Martz was a madman as an offensive coordinator. He, he, you know, and and Warner was just just the perfect quarterback, you know, early on because he's like, I ain't got nothing to lose, and Martz was like, Great, I want you to play that way, <laughs> and they would air that thing the hell out. Right. Uh, that that that's an interesting combination because Shotty was with with the Rams at one point. I don't believe Martz was there though. But but you, you're you right. Look at a guy like Hakeem. Remember Hazir Hakeem, that little guy they had. Mm-hmm. He was real fast. Yeah, he went went with Bruce and them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a perfect complement, and I think we're complementing each other very well. And man, I think Fergie. Whew. Come on, man. Fergie, man, we got we got some pieces. But I'm I'm gonna take one more thing off the air, man. What's your update on Mozzie Smith? I see him in there. He looks like he's getting better. But what a great game for him in that late, game. 
You you think he'll be ready around mid December, January? I think he's ready now per se, right? He's better than he was in September, but that particular game in Seattle, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that was his best outing. Uh, I think he he's had better games prior to that. He's continued to to get better, right? But we're we're, we're at this extreme early stages for Mozzie. Mozzie now and Mozzie, what we will see next year, I think will be two different. Just like Mozzie in September yeah, is different from yeah. Mozzie in December. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's he's part of rotation. Give me fifteen it. plays, twenty plays tops, and, and just right. just don't be a liability right now. Uh, I, I think the rotation you got going on with the defensive line. Mozzie's the last thing I'm worried about. You know what I mean? Because you got so many other guys right, that are just playing right. at a high level. I'm just worried about the I'm I'm just worried about the interior. Like I look at if, really? if I was Shaq and I, I I look at Shaq's decision was based on I got I got a better D line with Philly to keep me clean. Well, I think I think we gotta remember he, he also wanted to go to Philly. He got family in Philly. Right. He's got, you know, uh, right. frat brother. And then, he yeah, works and then out. the coach and all that. Every year he works out with their wide receiver. He's got I know we got former teammates here in Dallas, but he's got legitimate ties to the to the Philadelphia Eagles. So I wouldn't say it was just looking at the defensive line. Like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna right. Because if we keep it in the right. bean, our defensive line keeps them clean too. It, it, you know, it ain't like Hankins yeah, and, and Osa and, yeah. and, and, and yeah. you know what I mean, ain't keeping these dudes clean and making play. Like like hold on, right, real quick, if we keeping it 100. I know he ain't the big name. Oh, yeah. I know he was a third round pick. But Osa Digizua is better oh, man. currently man. than any. Into- Look, I know Jalen Carter is a monster. I get all of that. But he yeah, ain't playing yeah. better than Osa. Hey, Osa, Osa is powerful, man, and he gets low. Osa's a beast. He can dip you like he, he, he got some defensive end moves on the interior. Osa's a beast, man. He uses that quickness. Um, amazingly, he knows how to use his leverage. He said he knows. I'm six three two eight. Yeah, that's where you and Vox come in, man. That's as far as I go when I get down to like I'm like, okay, I need I need a personnel update. Let me yeah. call in. Yeah, my if you're talking about just recently, Mozzie, that game I, that wouldn't put that one. I wouldn't hang that one up. But um, he just got to continue to, ch- to chop away at it. We knew he was going to come in here and be a part of rotation. He wasn't going to be the guy. So. Um, We'll see. We'll see the rest of the way. And I'm man. The way we rolling right now, um, I think I think we win by ten. Listen, we're hot. I think we can run it up on them. I do. Yeah. And we're going. Yeah. We're going to get into that. You know, that's that's a, that we'll get we'll get into it for sure uh, this week. But just like just I thought, the protect, Niners could bro. run it up on them. Think Dallas could could potentially run this thing up, but it'll yeah, it'll come down to being this. Hot. Yep. You know uh, when you got that hot shooting guard, you set up them screens for him, and you keep him, you let him see that rim. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we just got to keep that clean. Indeed. Clean. But all right, Mike, I, I appreciate you, big dog. Let me get right. to one more call. Appreciate man. you, brother. Yes, sir. All right, be easy. Let's get the two seven six. What's good, man? Hey, what's what's good with the sky? Can you hear me? I got you loud and clear, man. Uh, okay, you know, just a truck driver, man. I was just making sure you could hear me a little bit. Indeed. Hey, man. Hey, what, what do you think about if the if Dan Quinn put, um like, 32 Evans and 33 at the linebacker and maybe put 14 and 30 and 24 to rotate with the safeties? Would, would you like that or you don't think it'll work? You know, just to rotate. With our safeties, not you know, not just bring them all off at 
you know, right. like when we passing, get them, get the young boys in there and get some ferocious and, you know, get get some hidden going on. You know what I'm saying? Get a little bit more speed out there in I, our secondary. I like it. I, I like it because I think, I told you guys the other day, I don't, I don't believe, I'm underwhelmed with our safeties, right? I, I'm underwhelmed with the coverage of particularly our strong safeties doing coverage things like J. Ron Kirst and Dono. Um, yeah. and, I, and, I, and look, man, I don't think they're coming off the field like that, but I'm with you. I would definitely try to get Wanye out there. Everybody wanted to see Izzy at corner. I don't believe Izzy's, Izzy is a slot corner. If he's going to do anything at corner, I think he's a boundary. But y'all know my yeah. original stance on Izzy. I wanted to see Izzy do some free safety things. And then Wanye came That's into the picture. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, then Wanye That's came what into I'm the picture. About, yeah, I, I would like to say, I mean, I, I would, I would, I'll say this. I would not be mad if they went, hey, more Evans and, and, and Clark doing linebacker things. And they said, hey, Bell, we're going to have you do some Dono things. And, and, uh, yeah. Wanye, we're going to have you yeah. do some, uh, some, some J Ron things. I would not be mad at that. Yeah. But I, I don't know if that's going to happen, though, brother. Like, I've, and, and let Izzy do some. What's what's the dude in the back? Malik, Malik, uh, Malik Cooker. If, yeah, just let him, just let him rotate a little bit. Not saying, hey, look, we ain't gonna sit you com- completely down, but get these young boys sure. if I, look, ready for the playoff run. But look, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna put somebody back there for real, I think I still, I think I'll put Juan Ye. I, I just think Juan Ye, man. I, I've seen his closing speed. I've seen his his like tenacity back there, the de- determination to get the ball. I think well, Hooker, you know, Hooker is just doing his job right now. They're not asking Hooker to be a playmaker back there. They're asking Hooker to keep things in front of him. And and my problem with when you switch him out and you put Adano back there, that touchdown against uh, who was it, one seventy six Metcalf, that touchdown against, uh-huh. against Metcalf, that's where I think safety coverage instincts have to kick in. And I don't think Dono okay. and and J Ron really have that. Where I think Malik would have made a play there personally. Um, yeah. But but uh, I think Wanye definitely would have made a play, but hey, that's just me. So Hooker won on the field on that play. He wasn't back deep. I'm not sure if he was on. I can't remember if he was on the other side or if that was J Ron. But I'm pretty sure he was on the other side. But he wasn't back deep on on that defense's right side, offense's left. That was Donovan Wilson. Oh, okay. Hey, Scott, I got one more thing. Sure. I don't know if I can do this or not, but I'm gonna ask anyway. All right. Me and my boys, we coming down there for the Philly game. Hey. One, but but one of my boys, they we had an extra ticket, and they said they don't want to go. So let your audience know we got an extra standing room only ticket, and if anybody wants it, they can contact me. Hey, um, so look, do you do you have Twitter? Nah, I don't do Twitter. That's okay. All right, look, um, look, 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 you got you got an email though, right? Yeah, I got an email. Yeah, I got an email. Okay, yeah. I'll try to play mediator to this. Um, email me, skywalkerstill at gmail.com. Uh, skywalkerstill at, at gmail. gmail.com. Yep. Just my name at gmail.com. Now, now, how do you spell your name just to make sure? I'm a, I'm a truck I'm driving right now, but I, if you say it, I can, I can remember it. Right, right, right. You can, you can play this back. It's literally Skywalker, like Sky and Walker. And then still with the E at the end, S-T-E-E-L-E at Gmail. And because I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if you're going to be listening the whole time. You might miss it. You might have to do something, right? So if you okay. if you contact me 
And somebody, same uh-huh. thing for y'all in here. Somebody in Dallas that wants to go to this game uh, also can email me, and I'll try to get you got get you to connect it. Okay, and that's Sky with a S K Y, not not two Ys, just one Y. Yep, Sky just spelled regular. Okay, okay, yeah. Hey, I do that, and right. I appreciate that, man. No, we appreciate okay. you. That's dope, man. That's that's Cowboys hey, Nation looking out for Cowboys Nation. Hey, look, but let them know it's a standing room only. It's not a it's not a sitting ticket. It's a standing ticket. It's a standing ticket. Hey, look. Uh, oh. <laughs> let me tell you this right now. It don't matter if it's standing room or not. There's a lot of people that still want to go to that game, bro. Trust me. Okay. All right. I, hey, I email you when I stop driving here yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> All right, Joe. Be safe. Drive out there safely, man. Hey, man, and thank you for everything you do. Y'all doing a great job, man. All right. All right. Thank you, brother. Okay. All right, later. I'm trying to figure out this. Somebody said, man, ain't no issue. Yeah, yeah. I got to stop. Let me say this. If there's audio issues, uh, jump out, jump back in. It, look, it sounds good on my end when I check my phone, but I always try to make sure we good to go. So so, so come back in. Ah, oh, drummer cam, drummer cam. You know what? I'm, I'm going to get you right now, drummer. I'm going to get you right now. Then I'm going to go into, into the lab. But yeah, if you're interested in standing room only tickets, our guy got you. Hit me up uh, via, via, well, some of y'all got Twitter. If you are in the Dallas area, Twitter, or if you want to email me, you don't got Twitter, skywalkersteel at gmail.com. All right, Jim McCann, before we hit the lab, what's on your mind, good brother? Nice to hear from you, too, by the way. Hey, yeah, here we go. <laughs> it's classic, man. Man, I, I, love, I love that cadence. I, I absolutely love that cadence. It's goaded. My wife, we were watching... <laughs> We were watching the game, and my wife stopped. Like, I, I every Cowboys game is on in my house. Every, but the the last week, last Thursday night, we're watching. She's like, "Is he saying, yeah, here we go?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's his cadence." She's like, "What?" I was like, "That's what he's, you know, blue forty two said hut. No, it's yeah, here we go." She's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yes." And she's, and I'm like, "You've never heard that before?" And I'm like, "There's literally clips all over YouTube of him saying, yeah, here we go,' over and over and over again." But I, I absolutely love, love the here we go, love it. Um, Cam Newton says his his is better. Yeah, but, Cam said his. Uh, Cam's is Cam's is cool too because he does the whole doesn't do something like wide eighty or something like that. He holds it real long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it oh no, he goes uh, ready, and he holds the ready real long. That's what he does. He holds the ready it, real long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it, it's one of those things where it's like um, I, I thought it was interesting. Cam was talking about the cadence of where he was saying, you know, if I was faking it, I wouldn't put my hands up. And then some, somebody on the defense side, hey, said, I, hey, I watch you, and when you don't put your hands up, I know the ball's not coming. And so I actually started watching Dak, and even when he was doing that, every time, every time he says it, his hands are up. So I thought that was an interesting detail on, on the football side. But man, I, I cannot just—I'm I, just—I'm just waiting for this Eagles game because I—I literally think they're going to walk in here, they're going to be pissed off because they got their asses whooped. And at the same yeah. time, I also yeah. feel like the defense didn't play well. Like, <laughs> and there might have been some sickness or whatever going on the D line. But they didn't play well last week. So I think Dan Quinn's going to come out swinging this week. I, that's my expectation. 
The defense is going to come out and dominate this week. Bland's Ooh. pissed off. Hey, man, you let too much come out. Uh, Dan Quinn's like, hey, man, we let too much offense happen. I mean, yeah, the, we are not going to face a wide receiver core that was on, like, that, that's with Seattle. I mean, DK Metcalf, Lockett still got it. Um, those guys are legit. Like, the, the, no, no shade. I think uh, I think they, they have a good wide receiver core. Geno Smith played really well against us. But even in a uh, situation where you're coming out against a defensive opponent uh, or a uh, division opponent, is what I meant to say, and you've got the defense didn't play well, I think they're going to bounce back. <laughs> I think next week they're going to come out, play hard. They're going to come swinging. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of good shit that we want to see on the defense. I think we're going to shut down the Philly. I think we're going to dominate Philly at home. I want to see Dak Prescott get three, four touchdowns. I want to see Pollard get – dude, man, I want Pollard to get two touchdowns. I want Dalvin to get a touchdown. I want this thing to be indisputable where it's like, oh, Dak is playing at an MVP level. Fuck you. We just beat the Eagles 38-3. to Go fuck right off, and I'm out of here dropping the mic. Have a good one, Skill. A good one, Sky. I love you, man. Joe Cam, bro. I ain't never heard Joe Cam like that. Time out. Hey, Drummer Cam, what you, what you on this morning, bro? What you on, Drummer Cam? I ain't, I ain't never heard. Hey, look, that, that got everybody. I feel you, Drummer Cam. Look, I ain't going to dispute nothing you just said, playboy. We going to break it all down. We going to break it all down tomorrow. I got you. He said some things there. I was ready. I was like, you know what? You just do your thing, Drummer Cam. We going to talk about this tomorrow. Drop the mic on. When Drummer Cam get the... He really computer cam. I don't know this. You ain't no nerd. <laughs> if y'all missed Vach's show last week or yesterday, man, unbelievable. Am I, am I tripping? He went off, didn't he? I have never seen drummer cam like that. I, look, I feel you a little bit here, man. That, that, the, sh the little shoulder shrug. They, they, look, the Dallas Cowboys got us feeling like this. Let's hit this lab, man, because he got me in my bag. Let's go. Hitting the shoulder shrug right now. We talked about McCarthy, the core four, Dak. All the goodness that we peep in Sky Optics. And before we get to the drive of the game, because y'all know I really be doing this this drive of the game, there were a couple plays that I, I just I just wanted to point out, man. I, I just wanted to point out these plays. The first one was, uh, I like the play play. The first one was that kind of sprint motion, turning into kind of a double post situation to Brandon Cooks. And just everything about the play, man, again, I feel like we have answers to anything zone man it doesn't matter but as you guys saw that sprint motion here is going to turn into kind of a post route cd land behind it post route and that gets a good pocket and just the nuances of brandon cooks being able to split this double team and we talk about we want confusion right we want to cause chaos just by getting a whip route here and leaking this running back out here. Look what it does to these two guys. Somebody's not playing in their responsibility. If you give Dak the time, this is easy money. He puts it right in the bucket. I mean, look at this. 
got the Bermuda Triangle going on here. Carthy and Dax in their bag, man. They in their bag. Now, when you take a look at it from the other angle, this is kind of where the pocket presence and just the, the confidence in the pocket, just how calm he is. And look at the... See, to me, I told y'all before, there's something about Dak when he keeps this foot down like this and he's pushing through and it's not swinging like an open door. <laughs> Excuse me. He is extremely accurate. Now, this is the most popular play of the day, right? This was the... We often talk about the chip release. We're going to get a chip here. We're going to release. We're going to get a chip here, and we're going to release. I love this because I think early in this game, there was some pressure happening, right? They sacked Dak like three times, it seemed like, in the first quarter. And, okay, let's get a chip release happening. And this was this was the play where Jake Ferguson sent my man into the blip. Jake Ferguson, right here, y'all. Just sends him into the blip. Before I let the play run. But on the opposite side, Tony Pollard with a beautiful chip. Boom. It's a great play. Gets to Jake. Jake does his thing after the catch. Tries to run over Bobby Wagner. But this is another thing that was interesting about this. Again, just being able to use your eyes for Dak Prescott. I should have brought up the other angle, but you'll be able to see it here. So when Dak escapes the pocket... He's keeping his eyes locked, right? He's keeping his eyes locked downfield so that we can manipulate this dude here. Because if this player hauls ass forward, maybe, just maybe, Jake doesn't have enough room to make a miss. So Jake is ready for the ball. Dak is like, nah, let me hold, 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 look him off. And what that does to the safety is he has to play back one, just one more step or cornerback and now he has to go look at all this room if you give jake all this room he's going to make you miss man one of the best in the international football league at making you miss and we get the first down you can take a look at it from the other angle watch what he does to my guy and also tony pollard just sends this guy into the blip tyrus smith like what do i do with my hands what do i do with my hands Mike, yo, time out, man. Look where he starts at. He starts outside the hash, and look where he finishes. <laughs> Stop playing with Jake, man. Stop playing with Jake. All right, last play before we get to the drive of the game. Uh, which one was this? Oh, y'all, I love this play. This was the, I'll let it play. This was the, the screen to Jake Ferguson, which we ran twice. It, it was so nice to see the screen game come back to the, uh, the, not the screen game, the tight end screen game come back to Dallas. We hadn't seen it that much this year. Let me tell you why I love this play. So when Turpin usually goes in motion, right, we're looking at either a jet sweep or potentially we'll get a screen with him. And guess who's thinking that? This guy right here. Watch how he defends this whole play. It's really small stuff, and this is why I love this play. So, boom. He knows I got the I got the chip and release, and I'm reading screen. Normally, you're going to get a screen out here with this guy. So, he plays up the field a little bit. He's trying to, when he jumps, he's jumping. He was trying to jump to defend that. Dak just throws it right underneath him to the tight end and it's not even a screen here but he doesn't know that he can't see behind him 
Just little small stuff. <laughs> I don't know what Beatrice is doing, but got got in the way enough. First down. So like little stuff like that. I really love this play because I think they set it up. Uh, they had ran the screen previously that you see on tape. You get Turpin in motion. You're usually looking to do something with Turpin off of that. But let's get into the drive of the game. This was the game-winning drive. It was only right that that that's the one that I selected. And let's kind of break this thing down. Pre-snap motion, ID. We always want to identify out of the pre-snap motion, right? High-low read, 21 plays inside leverage. So Dak knows this would be easy money. Uh, here's a pre-snap motion. Witherspoon and Woolen. Woolen backs up here. And when I say inside leverage, look where 21's playing. Dak knows if he's going to fall back here in zone, I got an easy read here. If this is man situation, look where he's playing. I mean, he's he's on the inside of C.D. Lamb. So the out route is there. And usually they run like a whip, but he didn't need to run it here. We need to get a first down. So the high-low read comes from right here. Got the low. He's going to run it out for the high. We're going to take advantage of you playing on the inside. Easy money right here. Could he have won somewhere else? Sure, but we want to get the first down and get close to it, and we got it. Now, Shadi talks about all the time. You have to be able to run the ball, right? You have to be able to run the ball when you know they're going to run the ball. I also like to say you have to be able to run the ball when you get a light box like this. One, two, three, four, five with a detached six. That's that's an extremely light box. I, I personally don't like the inside trap shotgun run. Y'all know how I feel about that. I don't think we run it well. But it was plus blocking on this one. And Tony freaking Pollard. That's how you finish. And Tony been running hard for like a month now. Boop. Hey, man, look. TP may not be 225, 230. But when he get ahead of steam, man, he's, he's, he's running dudes over the last month. But peep this inside trap. Again, not a fan because we just haven't been running it well. But this one was blocked up. Very well. Here's Tyler Smith. We're going to free release. Number 99, Tyler Smith is going to boom, trap here. And thank you to whoever this Bush is. Bush is trying to read what's happening. And he, he selects the wrong gap. Helps out Zach Martin. At the same time, if you take a look at, I think it's not Puna Ford, but uh, J. Ron Reed, he's peeking, right? He wants to peek and shed on Biotis. Biotis is not really getting any drive, but he just gets enough of them. Gets a good enough block. And then Tony disrespectful i don't get how quandre Diz gets run over like this and he wants to talk so much mess it's so nice we gotta we gotta see it thrice that's how you finish man all right we're in the fourth quarter down five with 539 left fourth and three that's money down i'm looking for my guy i'm looking for 88 and when we come out and we see this sir I, I truly don't care what the hell you got going on on the other side. I really don't. If I see one-on-one -on -one with my guy and no safety help over the top, I'm going to trust my guy. He's going to run a whip route. We've been running some slant variations throughout this game. A whole lot of them. We're going to get another one here in a second. The way C.D. Lamb deals with the press and then routes up Woolen is top-notch stuff here. So, boom. There's the press. Remember... In week five, the 49ers, and a lot of other teams tried to do this, were playing 
that physical presence. This is another NFC West team. And Lamb wasn't dealing with that well. Watch how he gets off of this. Create space, really, if he wants to run the slant. Instead, routes him up, gets the easy first down. We're on third down, right? So we got to, we can't really play around, but I like to play around fully and watch how he routes up Tariq Woolen here. Just, we talk about Dak being in the zone. Lamb, Lamb is playing like the best wide receiver in the National Football League, not named Tyreek Hill. And this, just watch it, man. Just Dak Prescott getting big. Flex on him. Come on, man. This, this is what he has the whole Cowboys Nation doing. I was walking around the house doing this. Here we go. Man, I love when Dak is like this. I love when Dak is like this. All right, let's get to the actual play of the game, right? The game-winning touchdown play. It's a merit route on both sides, but I like how it's in a different formation, right? So you got... Inline tight end on this side, and you got detached tight end on this side. Outside of the numbers, inside the numbers. I like that. Um, slant flat wheel combination. So we're, we usually see a, a slant flat. This time we'll get a slant flat wheel. So let's kind of identify what the defense is in. We're man across the board. We can tell we're in man across the board. If they decide to want to play the zone, we'll be able to read that uh, by reading this defender right here. This is the guy that we're trying to pick on. Look. I get Cooks is over here, but for the money, for the game, I'm going to the dudes they can't stop. C.D. Lamb and our guy, Jake Ferguson. So the read is going to be what does Jamal Adams do? Here's the route. On the backside, it's the slant flat, like we talked about, but it's a slant flat wheel. We've been running that slant flat all year. Hilarious that in the money down, we go to a West Coast principal staple. And on the money side, same concept. You got the slant and the flat. And again, we want to read this guy because if he comes up here, we do have the slant behind. If he plays back, we have the flat and wheel behind it. Now, Dak, when you watch the play and let it run, he definitely could have hit CeeDee Lamb. Boom. So we got the read we really want. We got Jamal Adams biting down. And he creates this window and Dak could just throw the slant right here. Can I tell y'all something? That's the read. That's the money read. Tell me if I'm wrong here. When Dak came out of the huddle and he saw Jamal Adams on Jake Ferguson and how much shit that Jamal Adams was talking to Jake all game, I think he wanted this. What a throw. What a catch. My head's down. It's going to be okay, dude. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, he could have had C.D. Lamb. I get it. C.D. Lamb was on the slant. But you got to reward Ferg, man. He was eating Jamal. Like, he was killing Jamal Adams. He was killing Quandre Diggs. He was food. Ferg wanted that. Lamb hit him with the <laughs> Lamb hit him with the Got him We f***ing got him <laughs> Right where we want Right where we want him Cowboys Nation <laughs> 
right, man. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. CD is hilarious, man. This was... Let me pull this forward here. This was a two-point conversion play. Mind you, wasn't over. You, you needed to create this two-point conversion. So we get a pre-snap motion, which fans out the defense. 88 magnet, fours eyes, touchdown. So let's, let's go ahead and get the pre-snap motion and show you what it does. So they push this way, right? And not only does it push him that way, look what Bobby Wagner does. I mean, one, two, three. CD Lamb, like, look, I know I'm a distraction on this route. So Bobby Wagner pushes out because of the, the, the pre-snap motion, which gives easy access for Brandon Cooks. Now, Dak wants Brandon Cooks all the way. He wants Brandon Cooks all the way. You know how I know that? Because if you go back and you look at the pre-snap lineup here, we got the numbers here. So we got one-on-one with, don't throw it to Michael Gallup, one-on-one with Michael Gallup. We got Jamal Adams kind of playing a rover situation. So Jamal could easily just fade back here and deal with the over. A good safety that's good in coverage, that studies film, knows we're going to try to hit this over. Also, you have the potential fake run, but I don't think we're going to run out of this one, right? Not, not when the game's on the line. So we're reading Jamal Adams. If you take a look at Dak Prescott right there, Dak is looking off Jamal Adams. What do you mean looking off? Nobody's back there. Because if Dak focuses here, Jamal's hips can stay like this. They can stay open. He can just plant and go. But peep game, watch Jamal Adams' hips and watch Dak Prescott's eyes. Boom, right there. Soon as Jamal Adams turns his hips, he knows he's not faster than this ball, and the void is right there in the off or in the defense, and we got an easy pitch and catch. Think about it for a second. Had he not did that, look where this ball is thrown, by the way. We also got to keep it behind him because if we throw it ahead, Jamal could potentially hit that. If his hips had been open and he stayed on under this O, I don't think that's there. So just good, good elite eye movement for Dak. So here it is right here. Off the snap, boom, he's looking this way. He's trying to manipulate Jamal Adams. Soon as Jamal flips his hips, Dak comes right back and he knows I've got him. This is why being comfortable, this is why not having all these weird option routes, knowing where your guys are going to be, matters. It matters. And you lean on your core four. Think about that whole drive down the field. C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Jake Ferguson for the dub, Cowboys Nation. For the dub. So, that is the drive of the game. And speaking of, of, of Jake Ferguson, Shoddy had some words on Jake uh, after the game. Here you go. Tight ends are what a lot of people call safety blankets for quarterbacks just because they're in those voided zones that, that become available. But there's still a confidence. Like when you throw the ball in those areas, there's almost tighter windows because there's limited space. If you're throwing the ball outside on the autobahn to a receiver versus a corner, there's more space. You feel a bit more comfortable turning it loose sometimes. Whereas inside, it's truly a trust throw. And um, you know, you saw the trust with the throw against Jamal the other day. Just you know, he had one on one, and uh, he wasn't going to pass that opportunity up. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's got great body control. He's 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 got great size. Uh, the catching radius speaks for itself. Like I talked about the four verts down there, but. Um, the other thing about Fergie, man, is just the way he plays the game. Um, I mean, he's just a, 
He's a freaking warrior, man. You know, he doesn't back down from anybody. I mean, you can see we can throw him screens. We can throw him balls vertically down the field. You know, I know he's clamoring for a run. So why don't we talk a lot about that? We'll find a way to get him a run. Uh, but, uh, you know, the guy's just uh, he's just playing with a ton of confidence. And, um, again, that comes from work. True difference maker to me, man. True difference maker to me. Because, we, in my opinion, we know, and I think the caller – was it? Was it? I forget the caller previously, uh, the, the driver, or maybe maybe been the one before that. It talked about essentially diversity of the wide receiver core, right? I, I said I think this is a top five diverse wide receiver room, even yes, including thirteen. And, I, and I'm not going to poop on thirteen right now, but even including him, I think it's a diverse wide receiver room. They, do, they all do different things. Lamb is all around. Cooks can motion, slot, outside, speed, possession. He can do what you want. Turpin is that that dangerous speed guy. Can get in the backfield. Can do. Uh, reverses and jet sweeps um, and, and then you got Tobert who is, is probably our second best play breaks down find a soft spot get your feet in bounds guy and yes I get it we crack on Michael Gallup but hey man if I get Michael Gallup deep downfield throw it up that's where his best plays are don't throw plays in Michael Gallup where he's got to stop so I do think there's a diversity in this room it was always can can we get a mismatch can we get a guy at the tight end position to now take advantage of the middle of the field I've always believed Fur could have, could do that, as you guys know. It's well documented. And now that he's showing it, I'm a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm definitely probably going to go overboard with with Jake Ferguson right now because of, because of my my biases. I got to be real. I'm, I'm definitely biased with Jake and the Cowboys, but I think it's it's understandable bias. How many tight ends are as well rounded as Jake? How many tight ends are as versatile? Can go down the field can make you miss early, has very deceptive speed. People, you know, are enamored with 4-3. He don't need to run 4-3 because the guys he's running against, usually you don't see them running 4-3 right away, right? I've seen him make a cornerback miss. So I can care less if, you're, if your linebacker runs a 4-3. Can he deal with this 255-pound tight end when it's time to go heads up? We'll see. And he, he can route you up and he can block. Jake's like that, man. And he's only in his second year. He's like that. The MP said he's a whole unit. He is a whole unit. 100%, man. So that's the drive of the game. Hope y'all enjoyed that as much as I did, especially the... Got him. Oh, we f***ing got him. It seems like I'm bringing that back. Right where we want. What a troll. I, I love how trolly he is, man. Where are you going, Jamal? <laughs> Wait, is that the is that the Seattle Seahawks side? Where are you going, bro? Gotta love him. Gotta love him. All right, let's get into the phone lines. I, I'm not sure who we got today, so I'm gonna just say, and here's our next caller. Go. I was angry today. Mm-hmm. Because I was angry because I couldn't stop smiling. I realized my life was too easy. So I went and did 50 through the school zone. I got a ticket. I stopped smiling. No smiling. 
If you smell it right now, close your mouth. It's Eagles Week. What you smiling for? We don't have no friends in Philly. No green all week. My wife thought I was playing. She woke up today. She tried to give me a hug with a green T-shirt on. You know what I did? I spit on it. I told her to take it off. Put it in the garage. It's off limits to next Monday. Don't even wash it. Sky. Mm-hmm. It's Eagles. I don't have no friends on Eagles. My mom called me trying to give me a sweet potato pie. I hung up in her face. <laughs> no pie. Seagulls week. That's all I'm saying, Scott. The Seagulls week. So smiling on Eagles week. No green on Eagles week. Can I get a no green on Eagles week? Just one week. That's all I'm asking. All y'all out there, somebody woke up this morning and drunk some green tea. I hope you get in a car wreck today blaspheming. No green tea. Vox, if you're listening, spit it out. <laughs> no smiling. If you're having difficulty smiling, do like I did. Knock your teeth out. I knocked my teeth out because I couldn't out smiling. What? Don't worry, I got a dentist put them back in on Monday. Eagles week. That's all I got. Unforgivable. Hold on, man. It was some bars in there. No green tea. He said, <laughs> Do what I did. Knock my teeth out. Unforgivable, man. I've got nothing else. I f- I feel you, Jr. It's Eagles week, and when we turn that page, it's business to handle, or as the kids are saying nowadays, it's business to stand on. Love this community, man. No pile of greens this week. <laughs> Uh, 919, what's good, man? Sorry, you got to follow that. Good luck. Yeah, man, I don't even know what to say. I guess I got to take my green Christmas tree down. Take, yeah, we, no uh, Christmas trees, bro. Not to after Eagles week. Yeah. Shit, I'm I'm in the Navy, so I wear a green uniform. I guess I got to take that shit off, too. Uh, damn. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, love the breakdown, man. That's not what we want. <laughs> I love the breakdown, man, of the film. I really love that. Oh, man. thank you, man. Thank you. That, that game when the drive is just beautiful. Executed it perfectly, and I love how he showed and broke it down, man. It's just great. Like, that is, I love his confidence, man. Like, I was at the game two weeks ago, the Thanksgiving game, and just seeing him dice it up and deal it, man, was crazy. Like, he, he's, he's focused. Like, he's focusing. Focus, it's just the same how so many people – are just still attacking him. We need to see him throw some interceptions. He has a confidence problem. What is he going to do when his confidence is? I was like, when has he ever had a confidence problem? I, I just, it is beyond me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, what? 
wasn't that one of the national dudes said that he had a con- like he had a confidence issue or something like yeah. that? Yeah. I said, yeah, what like, was you watching did- last yeah last year to think he had a confidence problem? Exactly. When have we ever thought this man has had a confidence problem? Never. Like what? If if anything, you could say, man, he overconfident in Noah Brown. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) right? That's what I'm saying. I've never like the motherfucker. I'm sorry, they just be coming out of nowhere, making shit up, and I'm like, this is crazy. But let me ask you a question, uh, Scott, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take over on this. Uh, You know, I'll be on the Twitter world and stuff like that, and I see you know other Cowboys fans, content creators, and stuff. Um. The thing right now is <laughs> we didn't get Darius Shaq because we can't get people to come to Dallas because of our culture. And mm, interesting. we don't have a good culture in Dallas. It's very old school, country clubish, blah, 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 blah. This is why free agents don't want to come. Um, how, how do you feel about that? Um, I think it's a day's age. People will go mm-hmm. where the money, where the money resides, where the money, re- like they'll go to where the money <laughs> resides. They'll go to where they can play as well. So, right, right. I, and and think about it for a second. If if it if if the money is not a problem, what better brand to play for than mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys? What better brand? the The problem yeah. is when people be saying, "Well, teams are using the Cowboys." you know, for leverage because, you know, they'll get more money. Where y'all been the last 10 years? Dallas does not pay (laughs) a lot of money to these people, so that's false. You know, I don't think nobody's using the Cowboys as leverage for anything no more because the Cowboys ain't paying you. It's just not happening. So do I think the culture has some impact? I won't be naive. I think maybe a little bit. But but I also think this day and age players don't really care about culture. Why why else would somebody sign a big contract for the Texans? Why else would somebody go and sign to you know before the Bengals were or what they were the Bengals or 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 Jacksonville or whatever because they're gonna go where the money resides and where the opportunity to play. Right. You know, so sure culture a little bit, but but not that much. Right, you know, I'm saying that we we don't have we're not our home field advantage is not like the Chiefs or the the Niners or the Eagles. We don't. I mean, I was just at the game, and like I said, yeah, people don't stand yeah. up. We don't do crazy shit like other teams. But I don't think you can see the Cowboys brand and not want to. Who would not want to be on our team? I, I just don't get it. Like, I don't know. I I just see it as a silly thing to me personally. Like maybe Darius knew. I go to the Eagles, I'm going to be a starter. Sure. I come over here, I'm probably in some form of rotation, you know. That's fair. like that. But I, I don't know. I don't see that as a problem for us. I think we're fine. Yeah, you know, we got a lot of older fans. And it is kind of country clubbish, but the newer guy, us, newer generation is coming in, and we're, we're trying to get some change. And it's going to change. It's going to take time. You know, Jerry, Jerry likes his things his way, you know. With Dolly Parton and her, her three songs that y'all were talking about last week. She so, did you know. three songs. Don't get me back started on Dolly Parton, dog. Don't, 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 don't I'm get sure, me started. I'm sure in some years maybe we might get a future in there one day. Maybe. Shit. <laughs> when the last time? Maybe you know what? I'm not going to go down that. But but I am curious. When the last time you had something like that in, in, in Texas? Uh, or not Texas, at AT&T. Uh, we know, know. Who, we, we know who we know who Jerry pandering to. Yeah, man. 
And last thing, and I'm off. Uh, with, well, I'm, you're not doing Eagle stuff yet today, are you? Uh, not really. No, I'm just kind of just chatting with y'all about it uh, briefly, and then tomorrow we 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 breaking it down in in super detail, yo. Okay. Well, I'll ask this, uh, Jaron Curse. What you think? <laughs> I think I would. I, I think I would like to see Wanye Thomas a little bit more. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. You know? Because uh, I. He looks like he's standing in sand every almost every game nowadays. I think his body's worn. There I is hate a, it for him because he. There's a reason he did. He's he, the he only a, safety that didn't get that extension, bro. Yeah, true. I don't think he's coming back next year for sure. But I just I hate it because he was a very big, impactful player for us right. the past two years. But he's just not. <laughs> he's not the same. But I really want to see Wanye on the field a little bit more. But I don't. I don't think I really want to see Izzy too come in and get some burn in his place. I I just I don't know. I don't know. So that's all I got. Appreciate it, Scott. You know what I mean? Put down my Christmas tree. No Al Green. No green collar green. No Al Green. No. It's it's Reverend Al Green now, brother. Reverend. (laughs) No Reverend Al Green. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Get rid rid of all y'all green. No green, nothing. Oh, this is great. Appreciate you, big dog. Appreciate it, man. Salute. Yep. Hey, y'all killing this no green in here. JR said, you can smoke purple. No Reggie. Reggie is green. No Reggie till Monday. Put your Christmas tree in the garage. It's green. Decorated on Monday. Sir Lawrence said, we stopping at green lights. Oh, my God. Y'all wildly, man. I love it, though. <laughs> we stopping that green light. That's kind of crazy. Uh, let's get 860. And then we're going to finish off with the playmaker. What's good, 860? Still, what's good? My name is VIP. This is my first time tapping in with you. I'm from the South Bronx. The Bronx. I'm a cowboy fanatic. What's good, VIP? You in the you in the you in the den over there against the the the, the Giants and all them. Man. So I feel you. Man. I'm around for the smoke. You know mm-hmm. I'm built for this, man. I used to live near but, Philly, but look, so I know how I know how it is being in the in the Lions den. You know. Oh, oh yeah. So you already know. Mm-hmm. I already told him last time I went to Philly, I put a crack in the Liberty Bell. But anyway, that <laughs> was good. We bought that life, but I I want I want to tap in on one thing. One thing that the callers have been, you know, dancing around is our confidence in our quarterback. I, I, I really don't – that's what when, – when was that ever in question? That, I, I thought that was one of his leadership qualities was his confidence. Right. So I, I don't even know how we even got to that. Like, we, they love to move a narrative when it comes to my quarterback. And I take deep, deep, deep. Smoke when it comes to my quarterback. So I, I had to tap into you because I, I rarely tap in because I'm a carpenter too. So I work during the day. So I, I listen to you. Well, thank I you, weigh brother. in with you. I always give you the thumbs up, but I never had a chance to call in. I think you do, you do you call VIP? Do you call into Vaches or do you call into Laws? Because I've heard you before. Yeah, yeah, I call in Law. I okay. call in Law Loyal. Okay. I'm loyal to Law. That's, yeah, that's my yeah. Guy. I remember you. You got a beef with somebody else over there on Law's channel, so they got it's like a oh. little bit over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they got slurpees over with Law. They got these guys that just get on their knees and and just want to slurp oh. on other man's knees. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they do, man. They, they got these guys. I, they, 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 I call them phantom fans. Mm. Well, how can you get on 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 our on our our nation, and you want to bash my quarterback? You want to look, bro? If you riding another man's D, that's your problem. Yeah, I mean that's you. It, and they, I, they just want to come out the closet and pour their insecurities on other. I just don't. I'm not around for that, B. I, 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 I can't stand it, man. So, yeah, I'll be getting at this kid. It, it's clown. His, his name is Brandon. He's a Slurpee. He got he walk around with um, knee pads on. But anyway. Anyway. Right. Yeah, I mean, my anyway. bad. I didn't mean to ignite that. I'm just, I just remember yeah. when I was listening to Law's show, I, I heard VIP and the whole, the whole thing. That's kind of how it, you know popped in my head, man. But look, I, I appreciate, I feel honored, man. The, the legendary VIP calling into my show, man. Appreciate that. No, I'm honored, bro, because I, I respect what you do. Like, you. I do radio out here, so I, I'm like they've been pushing me to get this podcast popped off. But I'm a single father as well, so you know, I love. I honor because I see where this. I see where the new lane is going. Yep. Y'all got the new lane, yep. D. Keep doing you. Keep pushing that line because you know if you was on that other side <laughs> with the four letters and the three letters, yeah. you have to. Yeah, I mean you got a walking line, but you can say what you want. You yep. can, like Dak said, you can control your own narrative. Yep. Yep. So I respect that. Keep doing you, my guy. And look, man, keep the slurpees. Off of your page, B. No slurp. I'm gonna I'm I'm start lurking, and if some slurpees are out there, VIP, like my man was, he said with the green, I don't wanna see no green, B. Nothing green, Nothing, B. B. Nothing so green. I'm around B. for it. Or, or you I'm dead. around for it. You fucking dead, B. You're dead, B. Look, man. Look, I, 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 I show you all the love in the world. I'm gonna start tapping in with you right, because man. I really love your vibe. Yeah, I love, I, I love the way you put it down, B. So keep pushing it. If you need a hitter, you need VIP. You need a hitter at any time. Gotcha. They call me Pop because I look like Pop. But if you need that Machiavelli to come out for you, B, I'm around for you. you hear me, still? I appreciate that, man. I, I truly do. Thank you, VIP. Hey, enjoy the rest of your day, bro, and be safe out there in the Lions Den, man. You too, man. How about them cowboys? I ain't a killer, but don't push me, B. Don't push him. Hey, that was dope. I usually hear VIP calling in the other people's show with that energy. I, I, I'm glad. Like I said, I feel honored he came here with that energy. Another man being called the Slurpee, though. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Hey, yeah, man. No Slurpees, man. No Slurpees. He said he walking around with knee pad. Y'all, yo. See, I can't watch like everybody's show like fully, so I only pop in. And I had popped in one day, and VIP was going crazy. I said, "Oh, VIP going." It didn't. Other dude called in, and then chat is like, "Yo, let Brandon call it." I'm like, "What's happening?" See, we got we had our own little beef over here. We had old boy from LA County and uh, you know, Toxic Tim. It wasn't nothing like that though. Said if he see he lurking, if he see any slurpees, he's dropping 7-Eleven hashtags in the chat. I'm about to just start calling you playmaker, bro, because everybody say you you sound like the playmaker, bro. What's good, Marcus? Well, 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 good morning. First of all, uh Skywalker Steel. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning sir. to the to, to the Cowboys faithful. Uh ask me, you can't fool people that really know. 
Mm. So I, I tried to hide it, and, and I can't hide it anymore. If, if you will, what, first thing I want to say is I want to I want to thank you for what you do for, for our Cowboys community, our Cowboys nation. I, I want to thank you personally for that. I want to thank you for giving me time on your platform to to address the Cowboys faithful. I know we don't always have all faithful fans all the time. That's okay. That's okay. But for what you do for the the faithful Cowboys fan, I want to thank you. And, and if you will give me a moment to just allow me to 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 crack open your craniums and, Take and it fertilize away. your brain. Take it away. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what we I, I think what we have to do is understand what's happening uh, before our very eyes. I experienced it. Of course, you know I experienced it myself. Uh, going through what we're watching happen with with our quarterback Dak Prescott, and and, and, and I, I'll say this. And, and and try to follow me if you will. Okay. I'll, I'll be I'll be brief with it. Uh, first, the first thing that you have to have, and Jimmy Johnson, my coach, my my my, my coach, he, he understood that what you had to have was a quarterback, and you had to have that quarterback for everything to work well, mm-hmm. for everything that you wanted. That you had to have the quarterback. You, you can't just have someone that's under center. You can't have someone that you have to you you have to game plan around. You have to have someone that you can give a game plan to, and that has to be the quarterback. And uh, we have that now with, with our head coach, Mike McCarthy. I don't want to – you know, I'm a, I am love the Cowboys in any shape or form they take, so I'm not going to talk down about other people, other coaches, other, other coach callers, play callers, hear that. I won't do that. But what I'll say is right now what we have is a coach at Mike McCarthy who, who, who understands – how the, how the process works. So, so I'll take you all quickly through the process so that you can understand exactly what it is you're saying. The first thing that has to happen is, is the coach has to affirm the quarterback. I'll say it again. The coach has to affirm the quarterback. What does affirm mean? The coach has to say, this is the guy. This is my play caller. This is my signal caller. This is my leader on the field, in the huddle, at the line of scrimmage. He's the guy that I want in control down there on the field in game time. You have to have the confidence to say that this is the guy, and then you affirm that. Your team sees that. Everybody understands that. So when, once when you affirm the quarterback, the next thing that happens is that the quarterback confirms that affirmation. What do I mean by that? The quarterback confirms the affirmation of the coach. The, the quarterback confirms it by how he performs, by how he plays, everything he does. The cadence, we like that. We like that. Here we go. Here we go. That's, that, that, that's excellent. Because what that's really showing you is that he is capable of doing what the coach wants. So he confirms what the coach knows and what the coach has stated. He, 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 he controls the line of scrimmage. He gets into the right plays. He makes the right decisions. He makes the big-time throws. And so, so when the coach confirms, I mean, affirms the quarterback. The quarterback confirms that affirmation by the way he performs. And when that quarterback performs the way he performs, what does that do? That elevates everybody around him. We, CD's wearing my 88 number. The way he should be wearing my 88 number. You understand what I'm saying? You know, he, he, he looks like me. He's playing like me. He's out there like me. That's and my why? son. <laughs> why? Why? Because, because he has a quarterback that's getting him the football, that's finding him, that's letting him be the playmaker, 
part two. He's got the guy out there. So he's elevated. We, we said he was the number one receiver, but now we know he is because the quarterback is elevating him, giving him the opportunity to show everybody what he can do. We see a, 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 a great tight end. In the in the making, we I, my 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 guy Jay Novacek, he he was like that for us too. He was always there. You forgot about him until you forgot about him, and then he reminded you he was out there. We we got that with a with a Jay Ferguson yeah. now. He's he's elevating. He's he's rising. He's becoming that guy that Dak knows he can go to and and trust him anywhere he wants to trust him. So Dak is elevating Ferguson. And, and, and you see the other guys are, are stepping into their roles. He knows he's got a brand new cook over there. Even the young guys, like you said, the, 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 the Gavante Turpins and, and the Jalen Tobers and even Michael Gallup. Everybody's finding their place and finding their spots because the quarterback is there. The quarterback, the coach affirms the quarterback. The quarterback confirms that affirmation and performs. That performance elevates everybody around him. And that elevation of everybody around him, you see it out there with Ferguson doing his little wiggle out there. You see CD out there. You see the confidence. That's the next thing. The confidence comes into the players. They know what they can do. They know. They, they don't have any more fear anymore. There, there's no more confusion. There's no more indecision. CD, Lamb, he, he can drop. Now, I wouldn't have dropped that pass, that fourth and two pass where he should have caught that pass. He knows he should have caught it. I would I'm, I, you know, there's only one playmaker. And I love CD, but I wouldn't have dropped that fourth and two pass. That's what I was for. I was, I was good for that. But it's okay because when CD dropped that pass, what's the first thing he did? He patted himself and said, that's my bad. That's my bad. You do that when you're confident. When you know, hey, look, you can come back to I got that. That's okay. There's no finger pointing anymore. There's no, well, he didn't do this and he didn't do it. The confidence is there. The confidence is there now. And the confidence reminds you as a player that you're capable. See, there's nobody in the NFL that, that can't do it. That's 1% of everybody in the world that's playing football, that plays at the NFL level. I don't want to hear anything about there's no there's bad players, trash players. No, there, there are teams that are inconsistent. There are teams that haven't found themselves. There are all kinds of reasons why, but the talent in the league is the talent in the league. You can play, and you're there because you can play. There are a lot of things that go into success, but the first thing is to be there. Once you're there, you're there. So we've beaten who we're beating, and we're supposed to beat them. So everybody now is confident, and they remember in that confidence that they're capable. That's why Jake Ferguson can take that pass and that screen pass over the middle. And they can hit him late. And he can get up and he can just point down there and say, that's a first down. You're too little. You can't stop me. I'm going to run over you all day long. That's the confidence that you have because the coach has affirmed the quarterback. The quarterback it's been has confirmed that affirmation by that performance. That performance of the quarterback elevating everybody around him. That elevation brings confidence in the players. The confidence reminds the players that they are capable. There's nothing that they can't do. And when there is capability, and I close with this, the capability brings the possibility. When mm. you know you can do it, when you know you can do it, there's no reason why you can't do it anymore. We can do it. We can do it. I just wanted to leave the Cowboy Nation with that. Remember these words. Affirmation. Confirmation. Confidence. Capability possibility and we can do whatever we want to do as cowboys fans cowboys nation i leave you all with that i leave you all with that thank you again skywalker allowing me allowing me to come on your platform allowing the playmaker to do what he does and make plays and and, and make a way for us to understand that we're watching greatness be going right in front of us all over again so how about them cowboys y'all? how about them playmaker ladies and gentlemen are you not entertained 
Are you not entertained? Wow. Wow. I get the playmaker. We get we get uh let me bring it back here. We get the playmaker. We get unforgivable. We get Coach Prime. All of that. I concur. That's what I'm about to start saying. I concur. Ditto. He was preaching though. I was just trying to show y'all the playmaker. That's all. You know, you know crazy, but <laughs> somehow, some way, we've still stuck through seven seven hundred and eighty y'all are still here. Thank you very much. Appreciate y'all. Y'all get one of these. Bomb squad! VIP came through. Some good calls today, man. Some good calls today. This community, like, again, I'm biased because you know I'm, I'm living in it. Who who is doing it like that? I don't know. I don't know. And you get more later. Fox Lombardi Live. If you missed yesterday's show, just I was talking about this after we got off, man. Like how natural the, the flow is. We don't even be planning some of this. It's just let's go. Let's just have a good time, man. It's 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 just amazing, man. It's amazing. Right, let's get the super chats. Where we at? 12-5. Okay, got a couple up, man. Shouts out to my guy, the OG, the original OG. Super chat. B Bird. He dropped five or he dropped two and said, use only debit cards, cause money is green. Better not be still using cash. <laughs> Go to the cashier. Better not be using. Towboat tie. He dropped two. He said. Super chat. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter B. Shouts out to VIP. Gina. Thank you, Miss Gina. She dropped five and said, Super Skywalker, chat. we have two other Slurpees named Riverside John and Darius over there. Hey, Miss Gina, I, I, I'm not familiar with, with your game, right? I'm not familiar with them, but uh, I'll, I'll keep my, I'll make sure I keep my eyes open, you know, that we don't fall into that side of things, you know? No Slurpees. VIP lurking, and he's not with it. That's what I'm saying. He's not with it. But what if my car is green, Sky? Better pull out your credit card. <clears throat> Something else. No green. My man said, no Reggie. Smoke purple. If you don't know what that means, I can't help you. You got your Christmas tree up? See, see my wife is listening. We got to take the Christmas tree down, according to JR. Y'all crazy, man. Let me get out of here before y'all say something else that might get me in trouble. But I love y'all to death. Later on, Voss Lombardi Live. Like I said, make sure y'all travel on over there. We'll have another fantastic show. Uh, probably start getting into uh, this breakdown of the Eagles. And then tomorrow, Koye Media. Skywalker still is a Koye Wednesdays. We start the official in-depth breakdown, film, all that good stuff on this highly anticipated matchup. For first place. Yes. First place is on the line this Sunday. Temporarily. Right. But it is nonetheless. And I think the Cowboys are going into this game with a ton of momentum. Philly, I wouldn't say reeling, but let's just be honest. We talked about it. Four games in a row. They ain't look too sweet. No, they ain't ain't look too good. So we got a lot to talk about. Then Mo. Mo will be back on. (laughs) Better get a black Christmas tree. (laughs) Mo will be back on. Uh. Later tonight. Speaking of Christmas trees in different colors, real quick. I don't know if this is an our people thing. Y'all know what I mean. But 
Is it a our people thing? Like the white Christmas tree? Am I the only one? Like I had a white Christmas tree a few times. In fact, that's how dedicated we are to the Cowboys. We decorated that mug like a Dallas Cowboys colors. Like Drummer Cam and them, like Toxic Tom. Like, did, was it always green for y'all? Because we had a white, yeah, we had a white, it wasn't real, obviously. We had a white Christmas tree. I'm just curious. Is that just a, it's a thing for our people or is that all around? The, the star at the top was a cowboy, so it was crazy. I'm just curious here. My Christmas tree is decorated in silver and blue, but is it white? You know what I mean? Cowboy Craig said, yeah. Now nah, my mom's in a platinum Christmas tree. <laughs> and mom dudes with the platinum is crazy. It might be an R people thing. It, I'm just just curious. Not really Sky. Philly still has uh, Oh, you're talking about. Well, 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 Elmatic. So the Cowboys, if they win, because I know this is a bit confusing. If they win temporarily, they'll be in first place because the Cowboys have a higher win percentage in the division. They'll have four wins to the Eagles' three wins. That's the only reason why. Mine was white, see, with the stuff that fell off. <laughs> Brother L. What do you mean by that? <laughs> you know what I mean. I Cachet said my, my aunt had a white Christmas tree. Okay, so I, I wasn't the only one. Stop, Rolo. Don't do that. It just means it's our people. Because the other I, I've never seen the other people have a white Christmas tree. I just, I just never seen that before. Okay, TC had a white one. A plastic one, can't say. So we, I did a real one a couple years ago, and it smelled like pine cones or something. It smelled good. It was cool. It just was a bit of a hassle going out and get it or whatnot. I'm all for, y'all Y'all for real Christmas trees or the fake ones? I'm all for fake Christmas tree. Easy. Pack that thing up. And now, I mean, I don't know how, I might be behind in times, but now they got the, the fake Christmas trees with the lights built in. And I know uh, B-Bird was talking about that. We got one of them downstairs. Fake Christmas tree with the lights built in it? Man, y'all. Right up my alley. Right up my alley. There is a... And, and shouts out to my wife. I wasn't... We ain't never have a real Christmas tree until I met my wife. Because she the other people. <laughs> we got a real Christmas tree. And I was like, man, it smells good. Every time I walk to my house, it smell. You know, you smell that Christmassy Christmas tree smell. But I don't got time for the the pricklies on a real tree, everything falling off, and you got to clean it up all cra- every day, you're vacuuming or something like that. I'm good. B-Bird said, I got the lights fixed. Shout out to B-Bird. <laughs> I will buy a new tree in a heartbeat if them lights ain't working. Uh, get the semi-fake one. They got semi-fake ones? Hmm. Give me the fake ones with the with the fake snow spray, right? Look, shake the bottle up, and, and you spray the, the snow on there. I'm good that way. Sully said fake is the way to go. Don't nobody got time to be, yo, facts. Don't nobody got time to be vacuuming. I don't know, drummer Cam, what a semi-fake is. I ain't never real at the top <laughs> fake on the bottom. I ain't never seen that. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah, all white trees are fake 100%, but. I just was never into the, I, I just never, I can't say I wasn't into the real Christmas trees. I didn't grow up with real Christmas trees. We didn't travel out the way to go get a real Christmas tree. We we, we got the fake ones at Kmart or something. I don't I don't know. There ain't no more Kmarts, but you know what I 
Okay, drummer Cam said fake trees all his life. I can't fake it though. When I got the real Christmas tree, I thought, oh, this is cool. You know, it smelled good. And after about a week, I said, oh, nah, this is too much. We can't, I can't just take the bottom off and take out the sides and I got to drag this motherfucker outside and, and put it somewhere or put it out. I'm good. I'm good. Give me the fake all day and tomorrow. Won't know the difference. Well, Toxic, you might not be a Christmas guy, but it is your birthday, man. So, shouts out to you. Happy birthday. Um, hope you have a good one. Hope it's safe. Oh, yeah, you do got to do the water thing with the Christmas tree. We had to get a, the real Christmas tree. We had to get a fake, or not a fake, we had to get a thing, right, where you put the water in and then you put the Christmas tree in it. Too much. Too much. All right, let me get out of here. We get, we're getting off the rails. Where my button at? There you go. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. Shouts out to Playmaker. Shouts out to Unforgivable VIP. And many other callers we had called in today. Really good stuff. I missed the super chat. Shots out to Tedrick said, can we please see Prime with the Playmaker this next week? Might have to make that happen. Might have to make that happen. I'm out of here. Love y'all. Peace. Monday. There's another one. Brother L on the way out had to double up the last super chat because it was great. Oh, it was great. <laughs>